podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Billy, left footed, it's a cheeky one, square! Hello and welcome to episode 217 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. My name's Sam Davis. My name's Tom Jordan. And this might be a difficult one to listen to. Hopefully it isn't because we've asked for a lot of your feedback and myself and Tom are going to try to somehow dissect what was a a match that was very difficult to watch, Tom. Yeah, I've described it as turgid, um, dull, uh, one of them games. And I think if it is one of them days, we haven't had too many this season where I've been kind of bored mm. watching it, you don't lose it. I and mean, we made sure we didn't lose it. So that's the positive spin I've decided to put on it anyway, mate. Well, Tiggs had all the full-time opinion on the fan cams. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube. And it wasn't just AFCB fans either, because we had a Forest fan on too. But here were the best of the post-match views. That was a bit bland. It was a little bit bland, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. If it was a, if it was a strawberry, no. If it was a milkshake flavour, it would be vanilla, wouldn't it? it was yeah. Just kind of nothing. Hundred oh, percent. Nothing I mean, going on. If you were to guess how many fouls there were in a game, just just, just a rough estimate. Have a, have a guess. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Twenty-three. 31. What? 31 fouls. So, and bearing in mind, you know, the balls out of play a lot of time for corners, throwings, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. That's maybe what. A foul every two minutes, let's say. Like wow. you, there, there was no, there was no momentum really in the game. There was no tempo. There was nothing. Um, Neither side played well. Yeah. I think one all draw kind of summed it up. To be honest, um, I, I, I missed the Hudson Odoi goal. Apparently, it was a decent finish. But... It was. Yeah. I mean, we were very flat-footed for it, in my yeah. opinion. I didn't. You know, kind of came out of nowhere. It was one of them. Nobody really expected it. Um, and from that point on, quite flat-footed. Mm. We were sort of crying out for players to move around a little bit more. Yeah, it looked very, very static. It, lo- it looked like we played today how West Ham played in the first half against us on Thursday, I-, yeah. I would say. Um, and if it, I- I'm not going to say a load about the referee because I'm sure a lot of people will go into them and I you know, don't, don't yeah, want to yeah, say yeah, anything yeah. too bad. Um, but it shows how much we've come on as a team. The fact that we're probably going through a bit of a tricky run and we've lost to Liverpool and Tottenham. Yeah. Understandable. And then drawn drawn away to West Ham, which is a very good point, and probably play better. And then drew to Forest, and Forest, you know, they're they're, they're not that bad. Um, so the, the fact that this is maybe our bad run, dip of form, whatever you want to call it, shows how much we come on. Because under Gary O'Neill last season, we weren't winless in however many months it was. So yeah, we're we're, we're on to bigger and better things. You know, nice mid-table finish will still do me. I know I haven't said that in a while, um, but yeah, I mean, it was just very, very just. Final word from Brenda. Yeah. I like it. Take that. Right. Good. Thank Good you. Buddy. Thanks for coming on. Hiya, Dave. Hey. Forest fan. <laughs> for balance. Come from that side. Look, you see. That's where all the Forest fans are standing over there. <laughs> I, I was trying not to photobomb that incredibly articulate young Bournemouth fan there. Yeah, he was, no, like, thank spoke you. so well, bless him. So. Thank you. Um, hey, I'm going to say that uh, Forest did a, a very good job today of, of stopping doing what Bournemouth normally try and do. Yeah. I mean, we, we've sort of... It's a good point. I said to you guys 
on Friday when we sat and had that lovely conversation that yeah. I'd be happy with the point. I am happy with the point and I'm happy with some positives in our team. I thought Murillo against Don was great today. Yeah. Andy on Obama Daly looks a lovely player in the making. I liked our young guys who came on Gia Reyna. I thought it looked nice. I think that, that to me looked, we've got Gia Reyna, we can let Oral Mangala go to Olympic Leonese. You know, Rodrigo's got minutes to so I thought, I thought I, I didn't, I couldn't really pick any of our lads who had a poor game, to be honest. So, yeah. um, and the, and obviously context is that you guys go in front early, and yeah. <laughs> based on based on the trends that we've talked about, sort of Forest here and against Bournemouth generally, you kind of think, is it going to go two? Is it going to go three? And then I thought we worked worked our way in, into the game, and we scored. At the exact same time in a game that we did at Newcastle on Boxing Day, and you kind of think maybe you second half, but yeah. I, I, yeah, it was probably a fair point. But I think if you were kind of to shade it, I would, I would say we just about shaded it. The, the only irritation is that when Phil was sent off, yeah, we didn't make enough of that. We know that feeling, mate. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of a lot longer at our place. So, yeah. So, so in a way, there are kind of okay, you won up at our place, but parallels. there are a lot of parallels between mm. the two games, you know, but. I, thought, I actually thought our man of the match was uh, little Nico Dominguez. Yeah. I've never seen a lad get so as many toes in to flick a ball away, you know. Yeah. And especially having gone behind so early, yeah. I thought our lads regrouped yeah, really, really well. didn't drop or anything, did they? No, they didn't. No, our attitude though. was excellent. Um, yeah. Callum Hudson-Odoi, you know, he's been he's working his way back to where he was with Chelsea. Yeah. And, I, you know, he won the ball with a block of tackle and he's bent it in. It was a lovely goal. And you kind of think, we're, we're in this, you yeah. know. But um, I'm happy with the point. I'm happy with the way our lads conducted themselves and played. Um, I've no I've no qualms with <laughs> referees and stuff. They are part of the territory. They're part of the landscape. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's like the the chance card in, in Monopoly. You get it you and, know, and you play it and, yeah. and you keep moving on. So I thought Rebecca Welsh did all right. She she gave some that we didn't like. She gave some that you lads didn't like. I thought she yeah. was fine. You know, I'm, I'm not one for having to go at referees. Although, Slightly scurrilous about Mr. Jones up at our place, into yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think he kind of deserved it. But no, it's it's a good point, and it's one of those for me. If you look further forward for Forest, if we can take the fight and the attitude that we yeah. showed here into Newcastle next week, and then West Ham, I, I think we could get something from those two. Then we're at Villa. That's a, a whole different ball game. But I'm chuffed. There's that. This is just that tiny vignette smidgen modicum of oh we could have won it but yeah i'll take a point i said i would yeah and i can't be i can't go away from that fair result. So. I think thanks so much for you lads this weekend it's been a pleasure being here thanks thank buddy. you we'll see you. hi andy all right yeah good how are you yeah all right all right trying to manage expectations a little bit because there's a time when a point at home to a team that's below you is not a bad result really so yeah no very true just one of those things that you just got to take it and move on to next week a couple of big away games coming up try and get two, four points out of them, that'll be, uh, that'll be considered a success, I think. Um, I think looking at it, we've had the rubber of the green a little bit against Nottingham Forest the last couple of years, uh, certainly the sending off there just before Christmas and maybe the, the Surridge offside goal here two seasons ago. Um, I think maybe some of that went back the other way a little bit today, but yeah. we weren't great. Uh, we played the sort of game that they wanted us to play. We look a little bit light on creativity. Um, I don't know whether they're part of that is because we all, the, the, front, the, the three behind Dom, it, it chops and changes every week. Yeah. It's not necessarily strong relationships between them there was a time in the first half when Clivet and Sinistera were really close to each other and it looked yeah, quite positive positive. and then in the second it just sort of tailed away yeah. and we, we never really looked like getting Dom in the game with a, with a proper sight on goal so it's just there's something to be worked on there where the teams have worked out our style a little bit they're sitting a little bit deeper they're letting that channel ball not necessarily be as effective as it was two mm. months ago but th this is where we are in the Premier League you've got to continue to adapt haven't you yeah 
That's a very good, succinct as always. On to next week. All right, take it easy. See you soon. See you next week. Hey, Chris. I didn't even know you were here today. Sneak in every once in a while. Hey, you nearly snuck in, didn't you? Thank you so much for coming. Uh, How was your journey over? Fine. Yeah, I tell everybody, say, how was the trip? And I say, man, I don't know. I just slept. I don't have to fly fly the plane. So, yeah, it's smooth smooth to me. Okay, that's good. Hey, and before you ask me any questions that I don't know the answer to, because you've already been uh, interviewing a bunch of people, I'm just going to talk about what I feel about the match. Yeah, I like that. Because I don't want to act dumb. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, Felt like ran into Forrest's trap about just playing muck and mire football is they really didn't want anything in open play. Yeah. They just wanted to grab, pull, tug, nip at her ankles, things like that to slow things down. So we never got really into a flow yeah. of things. Uh, first half looked like it was rinse and repeat of West Ham. Mm-hmm. It was about, man, we scored early, but then just couldn't get anything going much to that at all. Uh, other thing is I'm not going to comment on any refereeing because I want everybody to do well with their jobs they have, but I don't know how you blow the whistle when the ball's still in the air. Yeah, that's it. That's really the only thing. Another uh, another draw for Chris. So I got two points, but I want some more. So maybe Fulham. Maybe I can get out of the out of the country with three points finally. We're gonna get it so at Fulham, buddy. We're gonna, we're gonna, gonna get it at Fulham. We'll see you there. All right. Okay. Thanks for coming on, bud. Cheers. So AFC Bournemouth one, Nottingham Forest one. It was Cliver. Oh no, was it Sinistera? No, it was Cliver. It was confirmed by the cameras. And then Hudson Adoy just equalised mm. for Forrest just before half time. Myself and Tom, we're going to go through it, but we're also going to have your opinions as well. Because earlier on, we put out a tweet to get your rants, your raves, your questions, your suggestions, anything involving the match itself whether you're watching today or you're listening thanks for joining us if you're listening on the audio pod you could do us a massive favor by leaving a little review cheeky cheeky five star if you can whether you're on spotify or apple all that stuff but if you're on youtube and you want to give us a hand maybe you can do a couple of things big fat like click that to start off with that'd be much appreciated and then yeah just hit the subscribe when you're there that would be awesome click the bell as well and then you'll know when all the videos are out and you have to keep checking so yeah really appreciate any support you can give us so i don't know if you saw the vlog but uh, i remember when me and tiggs walked in and you can hear in the background some woman mm. saying to a bloke happy new year <laughs> when's it too late to What's say late? happy new year but nevertheless 2024 is upon us and look there's a a packed schedule of football loads of premier league action fa cup as well and look the best place to watch it is always at a green king sports pub yeah you can watch every game with the atmosphere it deserves down at your local green king sports pub so don't settle for this dodgy stream you know if it's on the telly it's also on at green king so just go and watch it on their massive, beautiful screens. How did you do on the Score King app this weekend? Any correct scores? Didn't get any bang on. I got a couple um, correct results. So a few 20% off in there because you still get that. Still get that 20% off your round if you um, manage to get the result right. But no bang ons. And if I did have got, if I had got a bang on, sorry, then I would have got a free one. Mm. And their venues offer, look, if you're still doing dry January into February, are you? Who are you? I didn't. I mean, you could see from our social media that I may have had a couple of horrendously branded beers, according to some. These beer snobs. I know. These beer snobs. Why are you drinking that? Because we like the taste of it, okay? Mm. But look, they have a load of low and no alcohol options as well. So if you're continuing your dry January into February, then you don't have to settle from a for a worse sports watching experience. It's all at your local Green King Sports Pub. Okay, then let's kick this bad boy off by looking at the league table right now. And look, 
it was it was horrendous. But the bonus is for both sides, we both moved up yeah. a place in the league. So we leapfrog Fulham. We're on twenty seven points mm. now, and Nottingham Forest as well. I mean, Luton Town fans were watching the game, or watching Sorry. some dodgy streams, which you shouldn't be, Hatters fans, hoping mm-hmm. that we could do them a favour. And after three minutes, they would have been gleeful, or five minutes, whatever it was. But um, alas, Forest have got that extra point to go 16 but they have got this ffp thing they have hanging over their head now the mm. form table if you look at the last six us and forest mm. are actually fairly close together 12th and 13th respectively and it was a, it was something that i was looking at actually before the game tom and i was thinking look their league position isn't something to be like, sort of over analyzed here no. because when you look at the performances that they've had yeah. 2024 has actually been pretty yeah. good for them really a few surprise results in there if you want to call it that as well I remember the Newcastle one they were very impressive um, but they're, they're inconsistent as you'd expect but they're, they're a decent outfit and yeah, they're starting to you know, get scripts of what Nuno wants them to do um, a few a few additions and different changes we saw debut for their goalkeeper etc and I'd probably say that the goalkeeper recently has let them down so that's a good yeah. good thing for him and I thought he looked without having too much to do looked pretty composed and comfortable in goal which was a good start for, for them and him um, but yeah, it's it's difficult to look at the league table too much. In the in the Premier League, it's always going to be a tough game. Teams going to set up differently. Sometimes I think we're more suited to play, and some of the teams that open up a little bit more. And I thought their game plan was was pretty good if they if they want the point out of it. But um, I'm happy from from where we are in terms of that form table, considering you know we've had Liverpool and Tottenham in that little run. So yeah, it's it's not too bad from from our perspective. Dropping points at home against a non-top six club or big six club means that, unfortunately, our position in the baseline tracker looks not changed, but we are now on plus six rather than what we would have been, plus eight. Dropped two points there, but look, we are doing okay right then. Um, We're going to get stuck into this, mate, and uh, we are going to have a look at some of the tweets along the way as well. But um, first things first, one o'clock, yep. team news came out, by the way. I can't stand two o'clock fixtures on a Sunday. Do you know what? For multiple reasons. Firstly, yeah. if you want to go to a pub, yeah, most tough. of them open at what, 12? There are some that open a little yeah. bit earlier. Don't get time to prepare. Only 5.30 kickoffs on Saturdays I don't like. I know you like them, but I don't. How do you plan your dinner time around that? Do you have an afternoon like dinner? Do you, have, do you have it at like no, 9 o'clock when you get back home? Do whatever you do for a 3 o'clock, but you've got a couple of hours extra for a few more beers. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's how I do it normally, mate. And yeah. yeah, and it means you get to watch the, it's very rare that you get to see like, uh, Soccer Saturday with the three o'clock. So yeah, the game. So I quite enjoy it for a, for a change up. I think we've got one in our next home one, haven't we? Yeah, we have mm. the safe standing introduction to yeah. Manchester City. But look, let's take a look at this yeah. team. Uh, what did you think of the Bournemouth side? It was, uh, not overly unexpected, I suppose, was it? No, I think I said that I wondered if Kirkus might come in with Kelly just because, um, just to rotate him because it was a quick turnaround and Kelly's been out injured, but good to see him start. Um, one shot that, that Sinian Semenya played, but I don't, it's very rare that Tav gets left out when he's not injured. So that's probably a, one a rotation thing. We've, we've got some wingers there and we've had a lot of games, but also I think Tav's not quite been on it. So it's good that we've got the options to do that. And I, I think I did predict that Clive would come in for Scott um, just because of his, his press and his, his pace, really. So not too many surprises. I think the um, Forest team was, was similar as well. I think Dave said it was virtually bang on. I think he ended up with my nudge saying that Danilo would start and he yeah, ended yeah. up not. Um, but apart from that, it was kind of what I expected from Forrest as well. It was weird because before the game, um, I was in a tent um, before team news. It come up, you had Sky Sports, you know, the little team news stuff that comes up at the bottom. And they said, oh, Sells hasn't got his work permit. Right. So I went, oh, they haven't got the goalie. And then he was starting. So he obviously did get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I knew um, we didn't have um, Unal, but 
I thought that their goalkeeper might not have got it in time, but obviously he did. And um, there was actually both teams had two goalies on the bench as well, which is a bit of a surprise. Yeah, and they made a few changes uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, Taiwo was back. He didn't play in the last game for them, did he? No, uh, I think he was back in the last game. Oh, I don't know. He's, he's slowly been coming back. And yeah. And minutes, but there was no word, was there, anyway? No, th- and they've missed Taiwo, I think. They have big time. I think in the context of the game, which obviously we'll talk about, I was re- relieved in hindsight that Wood wasn't available because I think against 10 men, you could have chucked him on at the end yeah. and just put some balls in the box. Right. A bit like what we did at their place by bringing on Kiefer, didn't we? Um, but yeah, I did anticipate a Langer and hudson Doy coming back in because I appreciate against like a team like Arsenal where you maybe rotate that, but I think they wanted that pace on the break. And obviously, hudson Doy in particular, I thought, thought was quite good and took his goal obviously really well. It concerned me that we might have been a bit leggy though because obviously we last played on Thursday... Yeah. They Forest were, on Tuesday, yeah, was exactly. it? So they had that extra range of 48 hours. Apparently, we got back at 3 a.m. from from West Ham. I mean, that's a, pretty much the time that we got back, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, pretty much. Get on with it. Um, and you, well, played, yeah, you played last night as well. So, do you know I, mean? I did play last night, scored a number of goals. Well, Everything was good. Where were you? Uh, I just didn't fancy it. Yeah. What a terrible attitude. No, I just thought it's good. Sometimes it's good, I think, to, to rotate and give backup players a chance. And you managed to get the win. Didn't you last night? Okay, as long as you're not calling me backup, that's absolutely no. You're the stalwart. You have to play, oh. but then sometimes you know you sprinkle in some players that maybe have not had enough game time. And me and Steve decided that we felt it was the right chance, and you just won, even though we won by a lot more the week before. We're going to go for a match timeline very shortly. You'll notice that the second half is very stop-start compared to the first half. What time mm. did you get in the ground, Tom? What did, were you in quite early? Uh, yeah, relatively, I suppose for me. Um, yeah, I was in with enough time anyway to to hear a great escape and stuff. Yeah, we know you're a big fan of that. But look, fast starts, that's what we want. And this is the thing, like, great escape. It doesn't really get me going, but the team seems to get going. Yeah, it's it got, got going against uh, West Ham fairly quickly. Got going again, very early days. And um, really good whipped corner from Lewis Cook, by the way. Lewis and Sarah just leaping. Like, mm. yeah, whether it was going in, not sure. Clive was there to finish it off. But our set-piece delivery is improving. And I love the way that Lewis Cook's whipping in the corners. Not so much from the other side. I think Ryan Christie had a couple that weren't unbelievable. But taking a 1-0 lead, I was thinking, here we go, floodgates, floodgates. Didn't quite transpire, but nice to have a fast start, which results in a goal. Yeah, and we did the same, as you said, on on Thursday, mate. Uh, Fast start. It's a little bit reminiscent to them days when we first came in the Premier League and we used to have fast starts. So that's always a good thing. But then obviously you go into why we're fading a little bit and it might be because of the intensity that Andoni wants to play, we maybe fade. I think he kind of briefly mentioned that he bought the subs on earlier than normal because he felt that and he wanted to get a bit more energy in the team. So that makes sense. But yeah, it was a good start. Um, set piece, I think, regardless of whether... It's a few angles, I think, oh, is it going in? And then a few that I think it definitely is. I think but it's going to hit the post. I maybe, maybe, but either way, either way, I'd rather climb it just stick it in. Um, but the goal is... 99% to the stair let's have he's really good in the air he is he's, yes he's got really good leap so yeah that was and he kept going for that near post um, run which was which was nice and good to see that we're a threat from there because I thought it might be only when Scott takes them yeah. but as you say Lewis putting a decent ball mate and yeah fast start and then I kind of thought right, let's kick off from them now their game plan now is a little bit redundant to a degree because they have to score yeah um so i thought it's going to suit us to the ground unfortunately it didn't quite transpire were you waving your rally towel or rally flag in the air the ri- i you know what i love having them it's great but i don't like being told to wave your flags they they put on the scoreboard oh, like waving flags there, yeah. and in terms of contributing to the atmosphere it does nothing it does it does nothing it did against Leeds united yeah we won that game didn't it? but for some reason 
this time it and so a lot of forest fans were i mean they they were funny because they were criticizing everything that we were doing as you would yeah what the effing hell was that when we we're doing the great escape we're not an environment we don't need a drum uh, okay and then also I didn't hear um, them from where I was. you know just laughing at our our flags that's we need to do something no I don't... they go oh that's no, no. yeah no i don't they gotta have a laugh about something and beat us mate <laughs> Oh, okay. No, I don't mind Forrest, but yeah. anyone that's saying that, because I've seen a lot of Bournemouth fans saying, oh, I want Forrest to go down, because a little bit of needle for some reason. Maybe to, I certainly don't, because we don't lose to them. No, exactly. We've got a really good record against them, haven't we? It's, it's, it's kind of bizarre, because I don't think we play well um, at the weekend. I also don't think we played well in the home game last season, which was also one all. Mm. But for some reason, we seem to have a little bit of a bogey thing on them, mm. don't we, at the moment? Um, but yeah, I absolutely was okay. It was kind of what it, it normally is. Rally flags, flannels, whatever you want to call them. I, I don't mind them as a novelty so like now and again like they did for the Leeds game just chuck them but I was like regular don't really want it regular and I kind of wish the nothing against the drummers but I kind of wish the Great Escape was just now and again mix it up a bit I don't yeah. want it the same every time but it's what it is mate they're trying stuff uh, Toby Heavenham's poodle says everyone seems to take them home what do you all do with them do you bin them do you proudly display them well I put a couple of ours in the yeah. in our studio that we use once every in a while mm. um, some people frame them I've heard mm, okay Stu Brownlee's going to frame them because he, I saw that I'll tweet that he said he uh, has them signed and stuff. Uh, that's good what chat. do you do with it? Oh, I've got one from um, the Leeds game, which I'm just keeping just because every time I look at it, I go, oh, yeah, we smashed Leeds, didn't we? Yeah, but what do you and do with it? It's just in a, in a drawer, I think. Or right. It might be on, the, on my... Like... What do you do with yours? But, but I'm not like now. I've got one, so I'm not going to get any more. Yeah. I collect them and stuff. But yeah, I've got one, so I... Um, yeah. so, so an early goal then, mate. Mm. Um, what is it? about Nottingham Forest, yeah. they always turn us around. They do. We were saying that because I, I straight away went, oh, they've done that with because the, obviously they must have done that because of where the Kiefer Moore goal was. Yeah, scored. and then and Sam then, Surridge. Yeah, and then someone, went, someone mentioned that. I think my mum Rich actually said to me, oh, and Sam Surridge last season. They always do it. Who's telling him to do that? Well, again, this is not genuinely not trying to be like um, have a dig and stuff, but if it kind of always works, you go, that's clever for them. They keep doing it. They never won. Well, what's the thing? <laughs> they haven't beat us in no. whatever it is. Well, now it's eight, but... But obviously home games, half of that. But yeah, it's... I, it, I'm, I always think, okay, it's fine doing stuff like that, little bits. But if you've done it a few times, it keeps not working. You go, do we need to bother next time? But it didn't bother me because I actually finally I mean, saw a score down there because we keep scoring down at the 10 max. But so. when you want to face your own... Fa- I know they're on the, the side, but when you want to face your own fans in the second half, I don't know. I don't know. They are anyway, but... Maybe they just know that what we like to do, so they think, well, we'll just do the opposite of what they tend to like to do. I, I don't know, yeah. but um, as I say, it hasn't worked for them at the moment, but I prefer not to be turned around, so... I always just... I know it's a load of rubbish, but in my head, as soon as I turn around, I went, oh, that's it. Can't win today. It's all going wrong. I hate it. I yeah, have... I don't like it. Do we still do the thing hmm. where we used to do it at the old Dean Court? You used to clap the opposition keeper when he comes over, and if he claps back, you're like, eh, boo, or whatever. No? No, I don't think Wank so. Wanker, wanker, yeah. right? No? I think we were trying to we give him... We used to do that. I think we were trying to give him a bit of stick because it was his first game for them, when it? it was his debut. So I think there was a few times when the ball was coming back to him, we were trying to be a little bit, yeah. to try and make him nervy. But to his credit, I thought he was he was quite good for him. I think if Turner had, had been in goal, we might have, because we know he's a bit fragile yeah. at the moment. So We started off pressing really high, I thought, yeah. and, didn't, and didn't really give Forrest much room to breathe. But the, the more the half went on, the more that Forrest got back into yeah. it. Of course, it culminates in the goal at the end of the half, but uh, I suppose there's a lot to talk about in between that. A, a lot of early corners for AFC Bournemouth, some some good deliveries. But really, did we test the keeper much? Yeah. I don't think either keeper was tested enough during the no. whole game. But um, yeah, we were doing bits well. It was the final thing 
seemed to go wrong. But they I, probably had more chances than we did, really. I remember Taiwo. Yeah, because I remember Neto just having to gather a few. Yeah, that's right. I think Yatesy came in with a late yeah. shot. He had to dive to his left. Well, there's one that took a massive. He like miskicked it, and Neto just kept it in. And then he he burst through. I think it was Taiwo burst past Sanessi, who jumped in, yeah. and um, I thought it was a goal. And he tapped it straight at Neto, didn't he? It was like a back pass. He um, he put it onto his yeah. right foot. And he he tried to like slide roll it into the far corner, but he got all his. Maybe we were fortunate there with him being um, not quite his sharpest. But um, yeah, I didn't think there was much chances. I liked our, I was saying it during the game, I think this is why he likes Cliver a lot because I thought his press is very, very good. And in that first half um, where Dom's you know, making the runs, it was Cine and Cliver were always in and around him. Mm. So if they were struggling to get out at times and they were just slicing it in out for throw-ins a lot. Yeah. Um, Kelly kept coming up that left, taking throw-ins all the time. I thought Cine was constantly causing problems without actually doing a pop from the goal obviously doing loads with it mm. um it would be it wouldn't be right of me to say that i like kind of being excited at football and entertaining football and then having a go when Cine's things weren't working because he gets you off your seat yeah i like that sort of player and i kind of like the fact that he's come in to the side and gone i'm going to try and take it and try and beat people um yeah. etc but yeah it won't quite happen and i think that you know no excuse but i think Christie taking an early bit of a blow. He said it was a bad dead leg, um, which is good because it means he's. He said I'll be fine in a couple of days. It's funny, yeah. It's but a... he, you could tell quite early that he was still he's still running around like a lunatic, like it. But his touch and a few uh, things. He was losing the ball a lot, I thought. And I, you could tell he was a little bit limpy. Yeah, I I thought so. I mean, despite that, I think despite the fact that he was giving the ball away a lot, I think we just missed a bit of his grit and his bite in the second half a little bit and the replacement that didn't really do much um, to help us out in that way. You mentioned Cliver just then and his press. I think... I suppose a byproduct of having to press a lot is that you're getting close to your markers and you're going in quite physically on them. Yeah. And look, we're we're going to talk about the the referee, um, mm. of course. And I think at the start, I think she tried to let the game flow quite a bit to her credit. And sometimes there were some cynical fouls that she was letting go because she was playing the advantage, which I sort of understood. But then it seemed to be the more the match went on, it was more like the players were dictating yeah. how to ref the game almost. Lost a lot of control of the game, I felt. Yeah, I thought so. And it, I mean, it culminated obviously with what we're going to talk about a bit later on, but uh, we're not going to focus too much on the ref and look, there are multiple discussions on, on social media where this is being, you know, done to death already. Yeah. And the whole fast tracking of refs and, yeah, you know, why it should and shouldn't be done. And it's not just her. There have been, you know, there have been other referees referees that um, mm. have been thrust into the limelight almost too quick and suffered as a result. But yeah, to me, watching that first half, I watched the whole first half back this morning and I didn't think there was anything overly bad. Oh, what, in terms of decision making? Yeah, stuff like in that? the first half. Yeah, no, I agree. It lost away. It, it, it's in the second half. Now, it's easy to sound salty when you're, oh, you know, because you're drawing a game instead of winning it. Um, and you're and, the team that has a red card. Yeah, exactly. But um, I felt as, and like you said on your fan cameras, mate. I thought you're very good on that. By the way, like, there wasn't any bias. There was not any bias at all. I don't think we're saying this because she was favouring Forest over Bournemouth. I don't think that at all. I think in, we were probably lucky to end up yeah. with just ten on the pitch yeah, because Clivert should have probably gone later on. Yeah, I've, I've seen um, a lot of. Um, comments on like our vlogging on the fan cam stuff which I don't understand I'm trying not to kind of reply to because I've seen a few and they go you're all having a go at the ref why are you all having a go at the ref you were lucky that Clivert won off well that's proven my point then we know yeah he should have gone I'm not that's you're, you're literally proving our point I, I wasn't in any way saying that the ref costs us the game costs us winning no chance yeah, yeah. and I'm not being funny I mean out of, against Forest I mean look at the game that they're played now that cost them the game oh yeah big time that was early 
um, when Bolly got sent off, and that was a ridiculous decision. That cost them the game. This didn't cost us the game. I mean, tongue and cheek, we can go, oh, we've had two games with 10 men, and look who done better. We had it for 15 minutes or whatever, um, including the stoppage time. But yeah, it, it wasn't that, because Clive looked very, very lucky. Um, and as you kind of mentioned, mate, he when he's doing that press, you've got to remember these players that are playing in that kind of role, who are obviously told to press high mm. and get, as you say, get close to their markers and make tackles. But they're not actually used to tackling because they're attacking players. Yeah. So they're, they're not very good at it. Um, and Cliver, he'd just made another one. And I went, and then we started getting Scott ready. I'd get him off. And he started doing it again. I was thinking, oh my God. And I think then the Forest players, understandably, went over to the ref. But I think in general, it was just the game, I, I personally felt, neither team was very, very good. But I felt that second half, the ref played a big part in making that game so bitty because it wasn't flowing. It was ridiculously stop-start when I don't think it needed to be that stop-start. And I just I just meant as a spectacle, it was really disappointing from, from the referee's display. But it didn't certainly didn't help us or help Forrest, in my opinion, at all. Um, it was just... Uh, for, a, for a spectacle, if I was a neutral, I'd go, God, that ref's really stopped that game from being a bit better. Um Obviously not all down the ref. Both teams have got a massive part to play in that. But but yeah, I think Clive was very, very lucky. Um, I mean, even when you look at it back, he barely touched him. But even Senesi flew in in, yeah, the, in the first half as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, and yeah, there was a, there was a few. I mean, that was a yellow, but... Yeah, there was just... I think Donny done it really well, actually, because I was interested because I thought we haven't... He hasn't, like, moaned at all since he's been here. And I thought, well, I wonder what he's going to say. And he's very, very good, um, which I expected him to be, actually. He's always come across quite well. And he said that... There wasn't any major decisions in the game, but the game was stop-start. I don't really know why. I'd love to know the amount of time the ball was actually in play. I think it was less... I think second half, it was like the game was stopped every three minutes. That's unbelievable. Which is just not... And it was the most fouls in a Premier League game this season, I believe. Yeah, we've got the stats. Uh, yeah. We've, yeah, like we've actually got the stats on this. And it wasn't that type of game. That's what I mean. Yeah. It was just you. you anyone was near him. It was, the game was just stopping all the time. And it was really hard for, as I say... Not, not just that. I mean, it, this is no disrespect. It, that's going to suit the away team because they they want it to be a bit more B because it's a good point and they can nick us on the cap. We couldn't get the game going because it yeah. kept stopping, and that's not trying to say there was any advantage to them, but it's just the way it was. But neither team could get into any sort of flow mode. But that's Nuno. That's a Nuno masterclass, then, isn't it? I mean, look, I think we were poor. I think we were sloppy on the ball, sloppy in possession at times, and didn't really show that attacking like urge as much as we have done previously. Mm. And when it came to the final third, I thought some of the ball, you know, the, the decisions that we were making were were poor. Uh, we weren't moving the ball quickly at all, and as a result, they were regrouping and they were able to get back and it and it was a very congested game um we'll we'll have a look at some of the stats and you, you know you mentioned the fouls and stuff so we had we had more shots than them according yeah. to who scored nine to eight um but one of the things i noticed the blocks that were being made now this is all over the pitch but we were getting in a number of shots but their blocking was good so defensively they were superb we were making as many fouls as i mean look at that 19 to 12 mate yeah but we lost the possession more than them as well. We were like we were really sloppy, but I think part of the reason why I think we were so poor is just mm. they had us drilled. They knew yeah. how to play us. And look, there's um there's a tweet that we had from someone that mm. that says teams are like your teams are almost finding us out. We're just putting that on um, on screen now. Are they? Uh, I think give I think if we can just try to give a little bit of credit to to Forrest, I think that the I think that both times I've seen them, obviously we've happened to play Nuno both times, haven't we? And I mm. think from if they want to look at positives, I think from a Forest point of view, you go, you're in a scrap, 
and you've got a manager that's got our team organised. They're very organised. We, I've said this a number of times, but even against teams where we've got beat heavily, so Tottenham not long ago, for example, we're having nearly 30 shots. You know, we're, we're creating chances all the time and you stopped us from doing that. So that's got to be a positive. I think um, if they want to swing up a negative, you go, one of the poorest we've played and you didn't beat us. So it depends how they want to look at it. But I think if you're a team down at the bottom, you want to be organised, and they are. They're a lot more organised than Sheffield United. They're a lot more organised than Burnley, for example. So I think that's something they, they should should be happy with. I think this game in general, mate, um, neither team deserved to win, and they didn't. I think it was fitting that a game that was pretty dull, both goals were set pieces, even though theirs is a very good finish, it still yeah. comes from a set piece. And I thought their best two players were the centre-backs. And I thought our best two players, potentially, but were the centre-backs. I thought the centre-backs two teams and even the back four in the hole were good. Murillo had Murillo was brilliant, number, didn't he? And I thought, I can't pronounce his name, apologies. I'm a, I'm a Babadelli. The lad they got from Norwich. I thought them two were brilliant. And I thought, considering he got a relatively early yellow, I thought Sinesi handled that well and there's a few times he stepped in with the ball really well and Zabani I thought was absolutely colossal at the back so I think it was a game where if we want to try and spin it a little bit and not to be how boring it was go actually maybe it's a game where we go okay the defences were quite good though let's give them credit because we were talking about the excitingness particularly with Andoni's style I think if I want to try and kind of grab something positive from the game and go we look solid. I think Lloyd Kelly and Adam Smith yeah. being back really helped that as well. I think Neto looked, without having loads to do, looked a lot more comfortable, composed, caught a few things. And we weren't quite at our levels. We weren't at our levels. So if you're not at your levels, and Forrest might say the same, I don't know. Obviously, they both play a different style. But if you're not at your levels, then be be solid. And I thought both teams were that. And if you're not at your levels, don't lose the football match. Yeah. Both teams did that, mate. So it wasn't a good spectacle, but both teams would probably go, just take the point and get home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Hudson Odoi then, yeah, it was um, a goal. free kick that came in and Christie was trying to dribble it out almost. So, yeah. uh, there were a few times so where just, like, yeah, just get rid, just get rid. And um, it was a great finish. Uh, I really like the way he just took this extra touch really just good. to forge, a, gap. Uh, you know, like another gap over, I think it was Zabani was the yeah, nearest defender. And really superb yeah. finish. I wouldn't, I wouldn't class it in the worldy category, yeah. but it was a sublime finish all the same. And so that was one all, but even still, I had faith that we would come out. And I know we were shooting the other way, but I, I honestly thought that there was going to be a winner. And I said to Tiggs, "This game ain't finishing like this. There's no way." So sure. Uh, turns out, turns out it did yeah. like that. We're gonna just have a look at the match timeline. If you watch it on YouTube, you can mm. see that. Uh, yes, it was a uh, a stop starty. Mm. First half, we all know that. The second half, it was coffee, it was spluttery, it was all sorts. It was not good. I mean, there were a number of substitution yeah. windows. There were yellow cards. There were free kicks. There were red cards. Yeah. One red card. Yeah, there was, mate. It was, yeah, as you say, I think we obviously made the change at half time, which actually I said on fan cams because so many went down. He obviously had a knock, but Andoni has said it was tactical and he's fine, so which is a positive. But um, I understood that change. Um, I think that Tav probably deserved to come out of the team but Semenya didn't do enough in the first half so I understood that change didn't really work and then as Andoni said we seem to be losing our intensity so we tried to make a couple more changes which I think were the right changes as well so I was happy with that but as you say the game just never flowed at all nothing really happened of, of much note until um, till the red card to be honest mate um, yeah like I say a few little stop start stuff a few little half kind of moments in and around each other's box but nothing really to to discuss until um you know we got a red card just to have something to talk about right? mm. a lot of people on social media have been saying about tavs not quite at the levels a couple of comments they as you dropped. can see and i think this 
demonstrates it really. I mean, you can see here our passing network. Mm. Um, it's all on the left-hand side. You can see there's nothing really on the right-hand side. These stats are from 12, but mm. compare that. I think, you know, Forest is, is more enhanced and, yeah. and look at that. That I mean, that's really good and that's how it should look. And there's a there's a certainly a symmetricality yeah. about that. And the danger creation as well shows that on our left side mm. was where it was happening. The darker it is, the better it is. But um, that said, that said, Tav did get into some good positions on that right side. Just yeah. his delivery want at it. He no. even had a free kick where mm. he, he sort of blazed it over everyone as well. What do you think the, I don't want to say issue, but he's just not quite at those levels at the moment. Just going for a patch and he really is. It always happens. Yeah, he's going for a patch, I think. It's one of them things. I think, you know, along with Billing, who obviously will come on to, were just so pivotal to us last season. Um, just like the pair of them, the amount of blimmin' vital goals they scored. But unfortunately, it's just one of them things at the moment. I just don't think it's happening for Tav, probably since the turn of the year, um, to be honest. Um, yeah, not quite happening for him. And then I think it's then then it starts playing on your mind a bit. It's not quite happening for you and maybe you make the wrong decisions, which I think he did a few times, trying to take a man on when he didn't need to or making the, the wrong pass. But I, I don't mind too much if you lose, as you said, a bit of the... Uh, symmetrical kind of side of your your attackingness if your left side is doing well because you think Sydney's having a good game today he's causing problems they get out to him I love um, the fact that we that. make up words on this yeah, I was program clinicality and attackingness attacking I love that I th it feels like that could be a word write the dictionary um, but yeah I think I think when it's I thought Kelly was good and Sinister was causing problems so I was kind of I didn't mind that we mm. used that a little bit more but yeah one of the things I think Semenya and Tav have been so good for us and both of them are just not quite it's just not happening at the moment yeah. um, but you know we've got Favre or however you want to pronounce yeah. it coming into the club now you've got Sinny now hitting some form Dan goes back so we've still got options mate and they'll know that so yeah, I think we'll be fine and, and players have a little bit of a dip now and again. Um, yeah, you've only got to look at someone like Ryan Christie and the way he's turned it around. So it can happen. But yeah, she's not quite happening for Tav at the moment, unfortunately, but um, I'm convinced it'll be fine. When watching the second half back, yeah, I, I remember Dave on fan cam saying that he, he thought that Forrest maybe just shaded it. And I, I think he, they probably did. What, second half? Yeah, they, had a, they had a few breakaways. Well, I just thought, oh my goodness, they could do, and they seem to have some space where like, where we didn't. I don't know. It was just, it was so weird. We were, we were more playing. open than they were. And Absolutely. I think so when when our moves were breaking down, they looked like they could be in. Mm. Whereas when their moves were breaking down, they were straight back in their mm. kind of defensive um, system and the way Nuno sets them up. So I, I do think it looked on the eye like they could break a bit better. Yeah. Um, they probably did. But um, yeah, fortunately for us, and also because of some good defending, let's give ourselves some credit, I thought we marshalled it well when they tried to break, particularly that last kind of, I mean, it was longer than you think because of the added time, kind of 10, 15 minutes with 10, thought we defended it well. But um, but yeah, they, they, look, they looked a bit more organising and knowing what they were doing in the second half, I think. Yeah. So the substitutions didn't really have the effect no. that uh, we wanted, one of which was obviously Phil Belling, who on 84 minutes, I think Alex Scott was in possession of the ball and he slightly gave it away and they managed to break. It was Hudson Doyle with the ball. And then Billing runs behind now. He's um, he's usually the nemesis for Forrest, scoring yeah, true. worldies. And so they would have been absolutely chuffed to bits to see that the referee brandished the red card as he... He's, you know, he tried to cynically bring him down to stop the flow of possession. I think he was looking just to 
clip the defender's mm-hmm. heels, um, which itself wouldn't have been a red. But I think it's the fact that studs basically were on the backside of the ankle. And Could you see that at the time because you're on the 10 mat? Could you see that it looked like that could be a red? It didn't look like it at all. I just thought it was a, it was a yeah. you know, just a clip, in which case there's no way that's a I'd red. Of them. course it's a yellow. I clapped him because I thought they're breaking it. That's a brilliant yellow. Yeah, but you I, didn't know that his feet no. were like yeah. that. Yeah. And that obviously is is enough for uh, a referee to go. And, you know, why don't you just grab I his shirt? I honestly can't get my head around why one, like you said, just t- I, that's what I said straight away, just put a shirt. I mean, but is it just a case of just uh, like misfortunate, yeah, sorry, unfortunate mistiming, literally why like... Why is he going like that? Just just trip him up. But you know what it is when when there's an accidental stride or you, yeah, he sort maybe. of just... All he was trying to do was clip him and it's just that like the way it worked, it's it just, just really happened bad. to... It was just a, a bad. yeah. It was really bad. I mean, it was yeah. I, just, I can't get me around him not being able to just trip someone over. We didn't miss him though when he went off. I mean, I know that we probably had different. about what seven minutes. There was another thirteen. They had more of the ball, the but we didn't. Well, I think we suddenly then were like, well, we can't win now. But uh, yeah, but, but we won. But then we pushed forward a couple of times, and there were a few moments like you we know, had a corner again, mate. Yeah, you know, Dongo had a chance on the uh, yeah. left-hand side. He forged a space and, and put the ball in. And a few little it didn't really moments, but... No, it didn't impact the game too much, as I say. I mean, um, it was dreadful, wasn't it? It was it was yeah. a really, really bad spectacle. And I, yeah. you know, and I think, yeah, it's a weird one to, to judge, really. We, we certainly weren't, weren't as good. I think um, the only thing that surprised, because we've said it, I think we've been fair in our assessment that the game plan and stuff from Forrest was, was decent. The only thing that surprised me is I thought at their place... They went down to 10 men early, didn't they, with Bollock? Mm. I thought they were better. Yeah, they were. And we were fortunate to win that game. Um, it was only Dom Solanke brilliance. I think we spoke to Dave, didn't we, on the preview. I said, if you had had Solanke, you win that game. He was the difference on the day. But they had 10 men virtually the whole game, and I thought they were more of a threat, mm. which was weird. Um, but, yeah, it was just a bad game. Both teams uh, weren't, weren't great with the ball, but both teams defended pretty resolutely. Um and yeah, I think even with a timeout, I wasn't really afraid of. I didn't think they'd score. I don't think they opened us up once when they went when we went down to ten. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would have. I was a little bit annoyed that the ref blew the whistle when we got a corner uh, yeah. when the time was up by about two seconds. So I thought, well, surely we deserve a corner because that doesn't matter if you got ten men. You just get a good set piece, and Scott was on the pitch. Thought you never know. So um, yeah, that was a bit frustrating. But I, yeah, it was. It was just. It was. It was rank. I think credit should be paid to Forrest, though. I mean, we, we have sort of labelled it anti-football on the on the thumbnail and stuff, and that's yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not it's not necessarily for that, but that's what some some people on on social media are saying. I think it's very astute, really. I mean, also the work rate that they were. I mean, you saw them, you know, getting behind the ball at all times. They were. Win- it felt like they were winning every second ball, and you, yeah. that's one thing that we've always done. Every time we've um, tended to play it into channels, which we weren't doing as much no. because we didn't mix up the game as much as I thought, but usually it'd be a long ball from Zabani to try to hit Solanke or whatever. If it bounces back, we're usually picking it up, but yeah, there seemed to be a lot of space between, you know, Dom yeah. and our midfield, which meant that there was no one there. And um, we were, you know, we were struggling to impose ourselves. Well, you know, they picked it up. They, I yeah. think, you know what, you know, they'll be all right this season. If they don't get a point to them. If they don't get a point to them. Um, yeah, I think they'll, uh, they've certainly got enough. I think, um, as I say, it depends how you, it depends how you look at it. From a, from a Forest perspective, I think they should... Um, on one hand, go actually away at Bournemouth, who are doing well this season. Um, that's a decent point, and there wasn't much in the game at all. So, but then on the other hand, if Forest fans want to know, that was the poorest we've played, and you didn't beat us. So it depends how they look at it. What I will say is, I've, I was impressed with them defensively, as I've already mentioned. I thought the centre halves were brilliant, and if you've got a good back four and centre halves in particular, 
got a good chance of staying up in this league because you know, yeah. concede as many as a lot of the other teams. I and mean, we've already seen, you know, come some of the goals that Sheffield United and Burnley in particular are conceding. I don't see that from Forest now. The only thing that maybe disappointed me, if you were a neutral, say, watching the game, was didn't think Gibbs White, who is my one that I'm worried about, didn't have one of his best games. But for his levels, he's normally the one that you worry about. I didn't think he was as good. Hudson Dodds took his goal well. Didn't think Alanga was great. Um, and now he's not quite at it yet. But as I say, defensively very, very good. Um, and I thought, yeah, so I, I thought that really helped them. A few little cameos that come on, Rainer and stuff, will probably help them as well. Nice touches. Mm. So, so yeah, I think they've got, you, you could see even with their subs, you thought they've got a decent enough squad, actually. And they've got a decent balance to to be, you, you wouldn't, I, I wouldn't put the money on them going down. But the game itself, it was, it's one to forget, isn't it? And from a Forest perspective, one to forget that they've gone away from home in the Premier League and got a point. Yeah. Um, and as you said, mate, they would have been, I, I said it at the time, when Billings coming on, I bet they're thinking, oh no, he always scores against us. Mm. And he ends up getting sent off. Um, do you think there was a little bit of gamesmanship from them with the, they seem to be going down quite a yeah. lot and milking any yeah, free no, kick that's gone on, not, not rolling around or whatever, but it, it certainly... <laughs> Used up a lot of time. Yeah, annoy, annoying from our perspective. Very annoying. I, I don't. I want my team to do that away from home. If you're trying to get a point, personally, um, just and I thought the ref, as we've kind of mentioned, bought into that too much. But you, you want to slowly get Bournemouth this season. I think Nuno knows and Forrest know. Like to be quite attacking. Like to be quite fast, high tempo. If you can slow that down, then do it. Um, and they did that quite well. I felt he was. He was like that at Wolves, wasn't he? Really, yeah, yeah. he was. You know, very defensively resolute, and yeah. that's what he's turning Forrest into now. And I think with the players there, you know, they get... They've, they've got, got pace in. on the break as well. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, they have. So And now he is not fresh yet. No. I think when he... A few more games on his belt, um, yeah, I do think that... I think they'll probably have enough, mate, points, deductions. As who, well, was your, um, who was your man of the match? Uh, I'm a debate a few. Who's your statistical man of the match? Oh, yes, because we'll do the who scored one. It's going to be... Well, it's going to be Sinny, I guess. Oh, well, it could be Clyde. He actually got the goal, didn't he? Sinny because of take-ons and the goal slash assist might get it. I personally... Don't think you'd get it on the stat kind of thing. I, as I said, on um, kind of player ratings on the Telegram group for people that you know, donate a bit of money to us. Sorry, what's that? It's called Telegram, Sam. People come in. If is, it, is it like WhatsApp? Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. similar to WhatsApp, yeah, actually. Yeah. But yeah, I do a player rating show on there. Do you? Yeah. Well, after every game? Yeah, I do it the next day where I dissect it a little bit more. What, for the people that pay monthly to back of the net to help support us? Bang on, actually. Yeah, oh, okay. that's exactly what I do. Um, and I was kind of actually put on our Instagram as well. I kind of went, oh, because they didn't announce one, did they, at the game? A man of the match. They didn't. And they didn't put one on Twitter. I don't know why. I heard Michael Matthews Jewelers, but I think that's them sponsoring it. Yeah, I didn't hear it anyway if they did. And I think Cine just edged it on there. I personally think when a game's that dull, you look at defensively, like gave it as a Barney. Um, I thought Lewis Cook was decent as well. So statistically, you're going for, statistically... It's got to be Cine. It's Sinistera, 7.8. Well done, you. Welcome. Elsewhere, Hudson and Dolly yeah, and Yates, Point six there. Mm. Uh, Billing, lowest scoring player, five point one. Obviously, of course. Yeah, I yeah. think that's. I think that's fair. I think um, it was it was a weird one, but I think some of the players that recently for us have been getting the standouts, Ryan Christie, Dom Solanke in particular, weren't at their levels, and that's probably had a massive, massive impact on why we weren't as, as free flowing. But um, I think uh, credit to our centre half personally. I thought they were good. Um, the back four in, in particular. Yeah, absolutely right. We're going to go through a few of your tweets just to see whether we've covered this off. Mm. Fingers crossed. Uh, we have earlier today, we asked for your rants, remarks, plus points, negatives. In fact, any 
AFC Bournemouth related questions. Mm. Uh, Tav is getting a lot of stick, so I'd like to commend him on his dirty dancing lift of oh, Bruno yeah. Tavares. It was a nine from me, says Guy. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, when was that? I can't yeah, it kind of like got into a tangle and he kind of lifted him up. But yeah, we kind of mentioned about, about Tav at the moment. Not quite happening for him, but I love the guy and really think he'll, he'll come back. Simon says, we're 12th, but we need to keep moving forward. Looking up is a different battle. It's one we need to win, and it'll take time to evolve further. Hmm. A couple of players off it since the winter break, but it'll come back. Spring is around the corner, and that's when we always warm up. Yeah, I love that from you. Um, th that was probably, I think you said it on the pre, the teams or something. Yeah. That was probably the first game in a while that we were expected to win. Yes, I agree. So I that. think that that always enhances the feeling of disappointment, doesn't of course, it? Of course, especially when you don't play to your levels. And again, we're not meant with any disrespect, but I think there's part of us who thinks if we had hit our levels, we would have won that game. You know what I mean? Where sometimes when you, like, you don't play brilliant against Liverpool, you go, well, even if we did, they might have had too much. Whereas we, we could have won that game. So yeah, disappointing. But um, as I say, Matt, I think first time that I expected a win and we yeah. didn't win it in a long time. Uh, Colin Byrne by the way check out his vlog great mm. watch that uh, I'll put the link in the card if I remember to do it hopefully I do click it because then you can see a vlog from his perspective but his rants not seen tactics from an away side like that since League One burn Colin burn uh, remarks referee poor but Forest tactics made it difficult yeah, yeah. plus plus point Christie again Although uh, I want to give a shout out to his shot early in the first half. He did. He pulled it wide. I think it was a corner one. It deflected. Yeah. wasn't. Look, go. Ryan, we all love you now. You've been unbelievable. And I'd probably say up there with Don for player of the season. It's got to be between them two, right, if if you had to do it now. But just don't, just give up on shooting. Just don't shoot. Uh, you know what? Uh, by no, his, by his standards, uh, a poor game. But like I said a couple of weeks ago, he's probably earned the right to have a poor game. And I think what's, what's noticeable is Christy has a slightly below par game. We're not as good. Yeah, and also, and, an and even I would have, you know, obviously, you know, injury aside, if it was something that he could have medically carried on with, you know, limp or dead leg, whatever, I'd have almost rather had him on I'd, because yeah. I thought I don't know the our intensity just went as soon as he went on the pitch. Poor, poorest performance since the first half against QPR when Christie wasn't on the pitch. He's yeah. that pivotal at the moment. Paul Cambridge said, irritable requires significant stamina and we look tired on Sunday. Also, like I've just said, actually, noticeable that if you take out Christie, the press is ineffective and teams play around us. We need more high energy players. Teams will target Ryan every game. Billing, he says, was unlucky. No intent, which I agree with. I don't think that was intent. No. Just a mistake. A mistake, but it's, a, it's, it's one that deserved a red card. It was a mistake that I think I get why he got sent off. Um, yeah, but it was it was poor for men. But yeah, I agree with that. And I think that's why, you know, listen, we've we've done all right and we can't start moaning about needing more players and stuff. But there are times in games where we've got a few injuries like we have got and you think he needs real like for like off the bench because they're going to tire. Yeah. And I think at the moment, you know, you see Favre and Unai, they might, you know, once they get up to speed. But um, yeah, we, we need we need to make changes because the intensity is going to, it's going to drop because of what he's asking them to do. Is it like, um, who is it? Uh, the Barnsley manager, Ishmael, was he? Uh, was he yeah, about, yeah, he's like, what for now, isn't he? He made all his changes at half-time. Yeah, like literally travel. made, right, yeah. for, like, I think we do it around 60. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I did like the fact that even though the subs were relatively ineffective, the intent was there to yes. win the game. Yes. So that's always nice to see. Ashley said, uh, a rant from him, the ref had a huge impact on the scoreline. There was a lack of game flow, absolutely. The red card, I think it was harsh, but I've seen them given. Yep. Plus point, we don't lose games easily anymore against the lower table sides. We don't lose games. 
good. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Fair, f- fair point. And but negative need to create more chances from open players, yeah. teams that play direct and sit deep. I was going to say that. I think it's good point. Better from I mean, somewhat we've had two games in the same week, both ending one-one draws. And three of the goals are set pieces, aren't they? Because um, they got a penalty, West Ham. And then both in this game were set pieces. Mm. And But I want to be a little bit more positive because I think it would be quite easy and understandable for people to say, well, in them two games, we scored from a corner and from a Calvin Phillips mistake. So that does, that's if you want to look at it from a negative point of view because we're not creating enough. What I would say is the reason Calvin Phillips makes a mistake is because of how good our press was. Yeah, um, and that is how Andoni wants to score goals because Christie was on him, Solanke was there, and we scored the goal. But I agree. I think we're create, we've been creating a lot this season, and in turn of the year, not cre- I think I think what's happened is because we all know Dom's getting the goals, but I always felt a threat with Tav with Semenyo in. Yeah. Because they dropped a little bit, obviously Semenya has been at AFCON as well, um, and Tav's dropped his levels, I think it's just affecting us uh, a little bit. And obviously we've had Aarons and Kirkes out, who I think, as much as I think the right, the right and left back were very, very good um, for us at the weekend, and Smith and Kelly, Kirkes and Aarons will get forward more and give us a lot more wit. And I think having both of them out, Kirkes obviously yeah. slowly coming back, has impacted that. I, I think that, yeah, you think of some of the connections that Tav and Aarons were were we're building and Semenyo and Kirkers at times. I think we've lost that a little bit because we've had to change it quite a lot. We had a break. We had a kind of winter break, but it didn't really feel like it. What with, you know, Watara out there, Semenyo out yeah, there, and yeah. then other players coming back from injury. I don't think we properly benefited no. from it. And Aaron Kay, Aaron Kay alludes to that saying, what's happened to Tav recently? Yeah. We've spoke about him. He also mentioned Semenyo as well. Is there burnout within some of our players, do you think? Yeah, probably a little bit. Um, because, yeah, maybe, maybe potentially. I think especially it's no um, kind of coincidence that it's them wide pen that are asked to do a lot of pressing. It's quite nice that we're getting back to, I mean, FA Cup aside, mm. it's quite nice that we're just getting back to weekly yeah. fixtures now. Yeah, and also you've got, I think that's why a lot of people were, because I think on one hand people were saying, yeah, Brooks needs minutes, etc. But I think that's why a lot of people, because they were going, if the others aren't on it, which they're not at the moment, Brooks could then get more minutes. But, you know, is is what it is. I think I think they'll come back. And we have, and let's look at it from another point of view. Well, Sinny taking his chance now. You know, he wasn't playing at all when we were doing well, was he really? So that's, that's a positive. And, and Matara's back and hopefully he can, you know, take... When, when players are not quite at it, like Tavon Semenya, who have been two of our standouts at the start of the season, if they're not at it, it just gives opportunity for others to to maybe grab the shirt. And I also think Clivert can move wide again. I think that could happen yeah. soon. Morgan said, how long was the ball in play? It didn't feel, feel like much at all in the second half. Yeah, I know, Morgan. Hmm. Um, he said, a fair result. We should have won the West Ham game. But now he's looking forward to Fulham, yeah. saying it's a big game. And it is a big game, really, because he was saying on the Telegram group that if hmm. we if we don't get a result there or, or lose it, you're then looking at our stats for 2014. It's how people were then. 2014, 2024 <laughs> Premier League. Yeah. In a very different way. Well, the 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 kind of general consensus and um kind of taglines will be Bournemouth won this year. Mm. Bournemouth won this year. We win, but people go, Bournemouth lost in three. Yeah, I know. It, it, that's just, just the way it goes. So I think psychologically it's a big game and and, and you also look at that league table now, us and Fulham are, are right next to each other. Mm. Um they're not having the best season, but also should be fine. Um, so yeah, we've again with Forest, we've got a decent record at Craven Cottage, mate. So I'm I'm confident of that. And I think people are also looking that then we've got Newcastle, then Man City. Mm. So they're they're really tough games. So I think people are looking at Fulham like we need to win this. Mm. Yeah. Well that's pretty much it. A few other comments just talking about 
points we've made already, yeah. including the stop-start nature of the game. I don't think it helps us. Our whole kind of ethos is just having a flow and constantly going for it when it's being broken up so often. We, we, we just couldn't get anything going. Yeah. Billing, uh, it's going to be impossible for him to break into the squad for the rest of the season. I his red card. It, possibly right. I mean, I, mean, I want to maybe. say that we, we've all got to be careful because look at Christie's a very prime example um, that it was only a year ago I thought he went play for us again and now he's most pivotal player and Billing you know to, to himself as well has had that before we thought yeah, Billing's got right. to go and he's been unbelievable I mean last season he was almost a difference maker to keeping us up but at the moment he's clearly down the packing order in the way we play and all that a suspension like that's going to do is put him even further down Um and he seems like the type of player, without knowing him, obviously, that wants to obviously be playing football like everyone does and will will think, which I agree with, he should be playing football. So it'd be an interesting one if he's one that's maybe looked at moving on at the end of the season particularly. Mm. I was looking at, I was chatting to Mark Zucks actually. So he's really pivotal to Gary Neal and the way we played last season. I think, you know, Wolves won't want really to say it, I can't see them keeping on a Neto because he's too good. If they And they would get a lot of money for him. Yeah, Could Gary Neal maybe look at Berlin? It's, it's, it's just because I think he fits the way Gary plays a yeah, little bit more, perhaps. where he can play in that midfield and just get close to the striker. Um, not sure, but it was just a thought. And I know that Eddie has always liked them as well. And if Newcastle sell a few, just wouldn't shock me. Um, and at the moment, with the way Andoni plays, is Billing going to fit into that? Not convinced. So for any Forest fans watching, uh, mm. let's do, you know, let's do the thought. Is it? Is it was it anti-football, Tom, or was it clever from Nuno? Which you know, which way is your thumb going? Like See, there's a little angle. Yeah, angle up. There's a little angle. There. I'm not going to be. All, I'm not going to be. I, all, but I want to. I think you deserve me. a bit of credit. Yeah, you like Dave too much to be horrible. Out I know, it's now. difficult. Now I've met Dave, I just can't. I like, to be fair, can't I don't, to, it's, it's one of them. I want to. I could come on here and just wind them all up and say things. Um, you know, about lo loads of stuff to to wind them up. But I got to wind them up. But they oh, they never beat us, mate. But um, okay. but no, the fact of the matter is. It's one of the poorest I've seen us. So if that happens, you've got to go, well, maybe the opposition's game plan works. Yeah. And there you go. And um, yeah, it's what it is, mate. And I love Dave. So why not give him a little bit of credit anyway? Can Thanks. we start talking about that game now? Yeah. You know, we've got, we've got stuff coming up on Back of the Net, by the way. Uh, Premier League show is yeah. out tomorrow. That reviews everything that happened over the weekend, including the game that's going on right now. If you're watching on a Monday night, Brentford Man City. Oh, yeah. Huge for Man <laughs> City that they get a... Yeah. a it's their title, surely, now, after what Liverpool... Oh, they're Arsenal, why not? You, you never... Don't call out Villa. It makes it exciting, though, well, at well. least. Spurs fans probably still think they can win it. Nah, not going to happen. Um, and then Wednesday, we've got a, a special little interview filmed at the pair oh, with yeah. the AFC Bournemouth legend, who I was inside on Sunday. You lucky man. I was in... I'm there. McDougal uh, stuff. I was going to make more jokes. Say, I, I'm in, I was inside another legend and all yeah, that yeah, stuff because yeah. I don't really... I rarely get in the turn mark. But yeah, um, that, that's, a, that's a good one. That's one to look forward to. He's a top guy. He was at the, game. He, he was at the game, wasn't he? Yeah. And, and you know what? I, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to uh, call it at this point, but all mm. I'm going to say mm. is Ted McDougal roasted back of the net. Big time on the video. He roasts you. It does. We all, we all get an absolute roasting. So we're looking forward to sharing that with you. And then we're into our Fulham content. If, mm. you're, if you're holding on for the West Ham away day Sorry. review, we're going to do a double header with Fulham. So uh, next sense. week we'll get both of them out and yeah. then uh, we'll see where those two end up. Um, thanks for listening. If you have done on the audio pod and thanks for, thanks for watching. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Just a boring game to cover. I don't know how we've, done it for this long mate but do I mate but yeah listen didn't look, if you can't win don't lose up the cherries up the cherries see you later oh.
gets it. It's a cheeky one. Square! And Podcast Network.